Welcome. Welcome to Lessons from a High School Dropout. My name is Troy Thomas Joseph Fitch, and I want to thank you for taking time out of your day, valuable time, by the way. Mr. Caprell, my, 19th, my ninth grade teacher, would always end the class with this reminder that time is the most precious thing. Don't waste it. So go home and do your homework. I like to do homework today. I surely didn't do any homework in school. Not going to give any excuses for that. It's just the way it was for me. I kind of knew what I wanted to do by the age of 16. Woke up with a dream and a vision. It inspired me for a lifetime. That inspiration has led me to a lot of pathways in my life. And today, I like to take time to share with others and help others see different pathways in their life that they can take and build to fill our dreams and our goals and our, our vision. <clears throat> this music is brought to you by Genwa Nimnon. This is a live, live little concert in uh, Lebanon. It's called Bealback Lebanon. It's Cafe Diana Tole is the channel from YouTube, and I happen to really like some of this music. Very rich and all kinds of different instruments. But today's uh, story I have for you, a little lesson I should say, is a story from Buddha as he shared this story to his Brahmin students, students who were becoming Brahmins. And uh, this story has, has a lot of meaning to it. And I think that what I want you to grasp from this lesson is how we hold on. How we learn from yesterday and live for today. There's a, there's a quote by Albert Einstein that uh, he, he said, it was learn from yesterday, live for today. Hope for tomorrow. That's very important. Live from yes, learn from yesterday, live for today, and hope for tomorrow. We all need hope. And we are able to live in this day we have right now. And learn from yesterday and leave that behind. We open the door for hope for tomorrow. There's another quote that I want to share since this is a Buddha talk. It's a Buddha lesson. You can only lose what you cling to. You can only lose what you cling to. Buddha. So there was a widower who loved his five-year-old son very much. He was away on business and some bandits came through their little town, their little village, and burned the entire village and took his son away. When the man returned, he saw the ruins and he panicked. He took the charred corpse of, an, of a young infant 
to be his child. He began to pull his hair, beat his chest, and cry uncontrollably. Wouldn't we all? He organized a cremation ceremony and collected the ashes and placed them into a beautiful velvet pouch. While working, sleeping, and eating, he always carried the bag of ashes with him. One day, his real son escaped from the robbers and found his way back home, and he arrived at his father's new cottage around midnight that evening. Knocked on the door. You can imagine at that time the young father who was still carrying the bag of ashes and crying and mourning his son. He asked, who is there? And the child answered, it's me, Papa. Open the door. It's your son. In his agitated state of mind, the father thought, this must be some mischievous boy that's making fun of him. And he shouted at the child to go away and continue to cry. He just, oh, so distraught. The boy knocked again and again, but his father refused to let him in. Some time passed, and finally the child left, and from that time on, the father and son never saw one another again. After telling this story, the Buddhist said, Sometime, somewhere, you take something to be the truth. If you cling to it so much, when the truth comes in person, and knocks at your door, you will refuse to open it. It's a powerful story for young students learning to become Brahmins. And it's a powerful story for each one of us to really listen to what's being said here about how we hold on to what we think is true. And we don't allow the truth to actually come to us because of a, a false belief, that past experience, that mourning, that grieving, that sorrow drove his mind to where he was not able to, to grasp the truth. You know, there's a there's a thing called the willing suspension of disbelief. And that is, that is usually taught in literature. The willing suspension of disbelief. Where you know, we can go to a movie theater or hear a play. And, and, and what you do every time when you walk into a play or a theater or a show. You don't go up to the big screen and say, Hey, this is ridiculous. This ain't real. This, ain't, this, is, this is not true. You don't hold on to two-dimensional two, two screens and say, hey, look, you know. No, we suspend our disbelief and allow ourselves to be entertained. So being able to suspend your disbelief and open your mind to something that you think is so profound and, and it couldn't happen, when in fact it is the truth, when I read that first book I ever read when I was 17 years old in that jail, that book spoke, spoke to me to a level that not only did I realize that I was beginning to somehow comprehend what the book was talking about, but I, I began to believe. I was able to suspend 
my past views of anything on faith or God or spirituality, whatever you want to call it, a walk with this higher source that created the cosmos. This 17-year-old mind suspended his disbelief and said, I'm going to read this book. My mother took time to put two books in a box and mail them to a jail two and a half hours from our home. And it led me to open a pathway to here I am today sharing some of the great stories and some of the great events in my life and the things that I've learned through all of my trials, tribulations, all my great euphoric successes and events and special moments in my life, birth of my children, the marriage to my wife. It's been a great, it's been a great walk on the road less traveled for me. And I'm just here to inspire you to willingly suspend our disbelief and open our minds to new things, new possibilities, new people who will knock on your door with a message, a gift, a sign, whatever it may be. Let's follow what Buddha said. You can only lose what you cling to. So what are you clinging to today, this week, for the last month or two? Or maybe even longer. Matter of fact, it was two weeks ago that I clung to my own false false belief took me down for a day took me down for a day folks I want to thank you for taking time to listen to this recording and and sharing this podcast and I hope that this has inspired you and given you something to think about because by lord we all need something good to think about to build our lives until next time cheers And ciao for now.